Hey, I'm Ethan Meyer, and welcome to A Kaleidoscopic Mind. Uh, it is, as of this recording, October 18th, but you're listening to it on the 19th, I guess. So I don't even know why I fucking bothered doing the dates. <laughs> also, if you're wondering why I'm speaking so low, it's because I'm recording this at night, and my lovely wife and kid is asleep. Um... If you're also wondering why I'm recording this podcast now and there weren't episodes for, what, two weeks, three weeks? I can't even remember now how long it's been. It's because uh, we, or not we, my wife, wife, gave birth to our beautiful daughter. So that happened on the 30th of September. And that was fucking amazing. Um, I've completely forgot how just amazing it is the you know getting to hold and getting to see your your a newborn for the first time. Um, you know, with my son, it was you know obviously it was our first kid, so going through the whole thing was a bit of a shock. Um, like, I remember, you know, I, I remember, like, seeing him being born and, like, getting to hold him and just being in, like, this, like, weird, like, flux where, like, time didn't matter, like, nothing mattered. It was just, like, this, like, everything was frozen and I was just, like, staring at my, uh, you know, my son and, you know, the, the, for reasons I won't get into, you know, delivery and everything with the daughter was different, but still, like, being able to, you know, eventually get to see her, it was just, it's, I don't know, unless you've gone through it, it's just really hard to explain how amazing it is. Um, like, seriously, like, the women are fucking badasses. <laughs> like... <laughs> There's no other, like, there's literally no other reason, you know, that they need to say, like, yeah, we're fucking better than you. Like, they literally create life <laughs> and carry that life and, and fucking birth that life and go through all the pain and, and, and stress and trauma and all that shit just to, to do it as, like, they're clearly the better gender. <laughs> like, seeing all this shit my wife had to go through for both of our kids, like, goddamn, she's, she's, uh, incredible. Um, like, I fucking, you know, I throw a huge fit when I get, like, a splinter. <laughs> you know? Like, it ruins my whole day. But here she is, you know, literally, like, birthing a fucking human being. Just like, like, like nothing, you know, it's, uh, it's fucking crazy, but yeah, so yeah, got a, got a baby girl now, and it's kind of crazy, um, I don't know, like, I don't know how to be, like, I don't know, I think, I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, like, what it means to be, like, not only a dad, but, you know, I have a son and now I have a daughter. 
And like, I feel like when I had my son, I wasn't as afraid of this because he, you know, he's a boy, I'm a boy. So like, you know, there's like a, there's an understanding there. Like I, I, I'm, I can almost like see things and interpret things, you know, the same way. But now being a girl dad, I'm just like, fuck, what am I getting into? You know? <laughs> and I'm already just like overly protective, even more so with her than I am with my son. Um, and yeah, it's just, and she's so, gosh, she's so freaking cute. Gosh, she's cute as a button. It's insane. Her little, like, you know, I mean, when they're newborns, they're, you know, it's, it's really hard to, like, pick apart, like, features and stuff. Um, but, like, she has just, like, these cute little lips, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, she's, she's, she's going to be a problem. She's going to be trouble. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy couple weeks. Like, uh, I had to stay in the hospital. I think I was there for, like, a, I think a week. I stayed there, um, and God, I'm glad to, I'm glad to be, um, you know, out of that shit, I'm glad my wife's back home, you know, our daughter, will be able to take our daughter home soon, so that'd be nice to have the whole, you know, have the whole family unit in one place, so we're not completely done with the hospital yet, but God damn, I can't wait to be done, I fucking, ugh, I just, I fucking hate going to hospitals, being inside hospitals, like just, just dealing with all the, the arbitrary bullshit. Like, okay. My, um, so my sister-in-law and her fiance, um, came to the hospital to visit us after our daughter was born and they wanted to, you know, they wanted to go to the nursery and, and see her. So we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. So we'll, you know, we'll take you down to the nursery. You can get a look at her and, you know, yada, you know, whatever. We get down there and we get turned away at the fucking door by the, you know, the staff in the nursery saying that, you know, we're not allowed to have visitors unless it's, you know, my wife and I's parents or the child's siblings. And <laughs> that's the most like arbitrary bullshit I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. Like as a hospital, as a, uh, a special unit or whatever, I understand their right to set boundaries for like, you know, quantity, like how many visitors you can have for how long what times you can have them, like all that stuff I understand, you know, they can set those boundaries and those rules. But who the fuck are they to tell me, the parent, who can come see my child? Like, in what fucking universe does that make sense to me? And, like, they chose the two worst demographics to allow to see the child. You're allowing siblings, which I would assume most often are fucking kids to toddlers, or you're allowing grandparents who are the elderly. 
those two demographics are the sickest fucking demographics on the planet. You have the elderly, where their immune systems are fucking garbage, and just, you know, if you look at them wrong, they get sick. And kids are walking Petri dishes. They're literally just a walking plague. But you get to allow those two into your fucking newborn nursery to look at a baby, but someone who is healthy in their 30s, that's like, oh, no, 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 that's we can't allow that. By God, we can't have healthy people in here. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, my God. I about lost my shit right there if I wasn't, you know, at, at, at that point in time, I think, you know, my wife and I were up for like almost 40 hours straight. So I didn't have the fucking energy to, to just, you know, destroy this poor fucking, you know, desk clerk, nurse, whatever the, you know, whoever the fuck it was to the, you know, that wouldn't allow them in. And maybe that fight's still yet to be had. I don't know. I, you know, who, who the fuck knows? Um, but it's just shit like that is why I just fucking hate hospitals. Like it's a goddamn hospital. It's, you know, I've said this before. It's a hospital. It's not a fucking jail. It's not a fucking like, like I don't understand all these restrictions. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's fucking dumb. It's just fucking dumb. Like, I just, I'll be so goddamn glad when my daughter's out of there and home with us and it's just, and everything's fine. You know, and like, you know, the, the nursery staff was like trying to push formula, like trying to get us to do formula. And it's just like, no, we fucking breastfeed our kids, you know, like humans have been doing for thousands of years. Like, I don't need your goddamn cream that's made in some factory in Illinois with a bunch of additive bullshit and fucking cow's milk and corn syrup and a bunch of other nonsense. So you can fatten up my fucking kid and give him diabetes in their 40s. Like, get the fuck out of here with that stuff. Uh, sorry, a little saucy. I've been drinking. It's late. Everyone's asleep. <laughs> it's dad's time now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's why I, uh, that's why I haven't been recording the podcast lately, just because it's been pretty fucking hectic around here with, you know, with uh, my wife's recovery, and you know our our daughter's still in the hospital and setting up new routines, and you know when I was in the you know my wife and I were in the hospital for like five six days or whatever, so our son was being watched by my uh, sister in law and her fiance, so. You know, that fucked up his routine. So when we got back home, he had like, a, you know, like these like short-term abandonment issues. Like I couldn't even walk, you know, we live in a split level house. I couldn't even walk downstairs without him like thinking I was never coming back. <laughs> so like everywhere I go now, he fucking, he has to go with me. Go downstairs, switch the laundry. He's going with me. If I'm going outside to check the mail, he's going with me. He's. He's attached to the hip to make sure that I never fucking leave ever again without him. So, which, you know, I get it. You know, he's fucking two, you know. All he knows is that he went to bed one night and he woke up and his aunt and uncle were in the house. So, <laughs> he doesn't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> so, but yeah, so now that we're, we're, we're starting to get everything normalized again, um, hopefully I can get back onto a more regular 
uh, recording schedule again and do these uh, weekly check-ins. Um, so what else have I been? What else have I been doing? So I finally um, earlier this week, I think it was like Monday, Tuesday, something like that. I finally sat down and fired up the fucking Xbox because it's been forever, you know, with all with with all the crazy shit that's been going on. I just haven't had any time to really, you know, do anything like watch shows or movies or play games. So I finally carved out a little time, sat down, fired it up, and I saw that uh, the game Chivalry 2 was added to Game Pass. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, I've always wanted to play, you know, I've always wanted to play those kind of games, like a Chivalry or Mountain Blade or Mordhau or something like that, where it's just like these, you know, just straight-up online competitive um, first-person, like, medieval games so i fired it up and holy shit like i'm fucking addicted like i think I pl i've played like every night like i stay up way too late playing i've already pr probably put in like 15 hours like the game is so fucking fun it's everything i wanted it to be it's like just it's just arcadey enough where like you can just kind of jump in and feel like you're contributing because it, it you know it's it's they have a bunch of different modes. I just play like the big 64 player, you know, team based, objective based mode where it's, you know, like they have like one on one duels or three versus three versus three. And then they have like, I think they have like a free for all maybe. I'm not exactly sure. But like none of that shit's like for me. That's way too like skill based, you know, that's that's way too, you know, measuring your dick kind of gameplay modes that I don't get into. Because, like, the game is, like, it's pretty complex. You know, it's got, like, a... It's got kind of, like, a fighting game sort of uh, mechanic to it where, you know, it's got an easy... Easy entry into, like, the mechanics, but there's a high skill ceiling for sure. Um, like, everything's un easy to understand and, like, you know, playing on a, playing on a console because, like, you know, these are all, like, PC games. But now playing on a console, playing on a gamepad, like all the buttons mount, all the different like uh, swings and actions and everything you can do, like they all mount really well to a controller and, you know, they, they make sense and they're easy to understand and it's easy to just run in there like a fucking idiot and just swing your sword around randomly and get a couple kills and contribute to the team or whatever. But there's some dudes on there that just, you know, they've obviously put some time into this and they you know, have the finesse and the skill to back it up. And, and like, I think that's what make the, that's what makes the game like even more intriguing because you sit there and think like, Oh wow, if I put, you know, put enough time into this and keep trying out all these different moves and combos and attack patterns and all this other shit, like, you know, it's definitely one of those kind of things. And it's, it's fucking cool. And it's also, you know, it's medieval, there's not a huge, like, in, in, in the, especially in consoles, in the console space, there's really not a lot of uh, multiplayer games like it. You know, a lot of your online multiplayer games are either like shooters, fighting games, or sports when you play on a console. There's not really a whole lot of games like this, like a first person. I guess you can play in third person. I know a lot of people play in third person so they can see when attacks are coming from the sides or behind. 
but I really like the first person. I think it's really immersive. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of games like it where it's just like a first person, you know, sword and, you know, I mean, there's more than just, there's more than just swords, but you know what I mean? Like it melee combat, I guess, especially with like a huge amount of players. I mean, 64 players, um, and there's even like mounted combat. So you'll have people riding around on horses and shit. Like it's fucking chaotic and it's, it feels grandiose it feels epic and the, the objectives change enough you know where it's not just like yeah i mean there are just like there are some uh modes that are like team deathmatch where it's just like you each get a you each get a player count and you just you know whoever you know knocks off the other enemies uh, you know that team reaches zero they lose kind of thing but then there's like these big, just long, like campaign um, matches where, I mean, some of these matches last like 45 minutes, you know, like I think on average I've been putting like 30, 45 minutes into like a single match because there's so many layers to it. You know, you'll start off and it's like, you know, all right, you're, you're on these boats and you're landing on a beach and you have to raid this village and like steal, you know, like uh, these peasants and like pigs and shit and then if you beat that then you like run up and you're trying to destroy this tower and if you do that then you're running across this field to topple these like pagan stones and if you do that then you're running up this huge fucking hill and you're trying to capture this territory and if you do that then you run up another hill and you got to kill these like you know there's like there's certain players that will be like special characters and you're like tasked with like killing these special characters and if you do that, then you win the match. And each one of those objectives can take 10, 10 minutes on their own, you know, especially if it's a pretty evenly matched, you know, like it's a real just like bloodbath getting in there. Like, uh, you know, I've, I've done matches too where like the team, like obviously one team is way better than the other and they just go in there and just like clean fucking house and it's over in 10 minutes, you know, because if you're, if you're on defense... And if you hold out the whole time and they don't even clear the first objective, then, you know, that team wins. So, like, there are times where the matches can run short just because of, you know, pure domination. But by and large, I would say on, like, these matches are, you know, 30, 45 minutes for sure. And it's... Even the spawning system's fucking cool. Because, like, when you die, they don't just, like, spawn you back. You know, it's not just like a... Uh, like, all right, you die, you got to wait five seconds, and you spawn back. What they do is, it's actually pretty clever. You'll die, and then they kind of, uh, they'll put you on, like, a delayed timer until a couple other people die, and then they all spawn you in at once. So you kind of just, like, come in with, like, a big group of people. You're never just, like, spawning in by yourself. Like, every time you spawn, there's always, like, five, six, seven ten other dudes around you and they're all just fucking running back in the battle tapping the battle cry button so you're all screaming and shit like it's it's fucking cool like i'm really into it so that's what i've been doing in my uh free time especially in the evenings you know everyone goes to bed the wife goes to bed early because you know she's still recovering it's you know it's been a lot you know obviously my son goes to bed because he's you know a fucking toddler he's not staying up late so so that's when I stay up and make a drink and play some chivalry or I haven't really watched any TV 
Um, I'm so fucking far behind. I haven't started, like, I never, I haven't even started Andor, the new Star Wars show. I really want to. It looks amazing. I've heard a lot of good shit, but I haven't started it. Um, I'm way behind in House of the Dragon. I think I've only seen two episodes. Same with Rings of Power. I think I've only seen three episodes. And that show's fucking over now. And so, so I need to catch up on that shit. Um, I need to catch up on Rick and Morty. Like, there's a lot of fucking shows that I need to catch up on. You know, and it's October. It's like mid-October. It's like the fucking, when it's the 18th. I'm recording this on the fucking 18th. And I haven't watched a single, well, no, that's not true. Hold on. <laughs> so the other night my wife and I did watch Hocus Pocus 2 um, you know we I bo- we both really liked the original Hocus Pocus mostly mostly for nostalgia because you know it's not really it's not a good movie but it's like a fun movie it's like entertaining camp um, but Hocus Pocus 2 is just fucking garbage like I, I kind of had a feeling it was going to be garbage, so even before we started it, like, I went I went and had a smoke, and I was like, alright, I gotta get in the right fucking headspace if I'm gonna watch this stupid-ass movie. So, and even fucking high watching that movie, I wasn't entertained, so <laughs> that's, that's how you fucking know it's bad. Like, I'm not even gonna waste, I'm not even gonna waste my fucking podcast minutes talking about it, it's just, it's... I don't know, it's just fucking Disney shit. It's just Disney trash. Like, I don't know. I don't what do you want from me? You know, it's fucking it's not a good movie. Um and that's literally the only fucking even remotely close to like Halloween or horror or spooky you know, it's spooky season. I all I've watched is fucking Hocus Pocus too. So and some Treehouse of Horror Simpsons. Cause my son likes watching that and I like and I love the Simpsons, so but yeah, I mean, it's fucking, it's mid-October, and I haven't watched a single goddamn scary movie, or, you know, it doesn't even feel, it doesn't even feel like spooky season, because I've had so much shit going on, and I haven't even, you know, we haven't had time to really, you know, do anything like that, you know, we were talking today about going to get pumpkins to, uh, not carve, we were gonna get some to, like, paint, because, uh, you know, I, I think I, I think I said on, like, one of the podcast episodes that, like, my son painted me, like, a canvas painting um, that was, like, really fucking cool. So we were talking about getting pumpkins and just letting him, like, paint on them, you know, instead of carving. Because that's, A, it's dangerous, and B, it's just a fucking mess. So it'd just be, it'd be better just to get a couple small pumpkins, you know, the size of, like, a cereal bowl or some shit, and just get them some, you know, some washable paint or acrylic paint or whatever and just let them go to town on it just you know have fun so we were talking about doing something like that but we still haven't done it you know just because it's you know it's been it's been hectic so hopefully we'll get around to that we don't really have any like halloween decorations or anything that we put out so we haven't done any shit like that either um so i don't know it's just it's just one of those one of those fucking things, you know, it's just where we're, we just don't have time, you know, sometimes some of this shit just like slips through the cracks and it's just like, oh yeah, fuck, it's uh, Halloween next week and we haven't done anything and we don't have, you know, we don't have a costume, we don't have a costume for our son and we don't have this and it's just like, all right, well, fuck it, you know, next year, <laughs> you know, it's like, 
don't know. It's just one of those. You know, it's one of those fucking things. Speaking of costumes, um, and speaking of spooky shit, I did see, I think I was in the, I think we were in the hospital when I saw this, that, uh, I guess, so, I guess, um, Velma from Scooby-Doo is a lesbian now. <laughs> Which, I mean, sure, whatever, like, if, I mean, I guess it, it, it kind of it makes sense, I guess, but, I mean, why? Why is it necessary? Like, why, I feel like, I feel like shows and, like, it just anything entertainment-wise is kind of going overboard with uh, inclusion to the point where it almost kind of comes across as, like, like, token characters, you know? Like, oh, well, we have to have a gay character in this. Otherwise, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not keeping up with the times. We're not modern enough. If not, if, if one of them is not gay, we got to have one gay character. And like, don't, you know, I'm not fucking anti-gay or homophobic or any bullshit like that too. You know, I have two really close friends that are, um, both gay and like, I fucking love them. So it's, it's not that it just seems, it seems so unnecessary like Scooby-Doo, you're going to take Scooby-Doo and make one, one of the characters gay? Why? Was there ever, is that ever, like, a thing that comes up? Does any of their, like, sexuality come up in that show? Like, I haven't watched Scooby-Doo in a long time, so maybe I'm missing out. But I feel, <laughs> I feel like that was never really uh, an important part of the show, is who they're fucking... <laughs> so... Um, I mean, like, the OG Scooby-Doo, like, that was essentially, like, counterculture, like, anti-capitalism, anti-corporations, like, it's essentially just a group of hippies driving around and solving these, you know, mysteries, and the villains were always rich white dudes, you know, real, like, real estate developer, like, land developers, and these big, like, uh, you know, like, they're always just, like, white-collar, white-collar guys, you know, that are up to, the, like, shady shit, and it was, like, the 60s way of saying, like, man, fuck the man, fuck the power, fuck corporations, fuck all this stuff, like, we're gonna get high and hang out with this dog and topple an empire, <laughs> like, and never once was it necessary for one of them to be gay, <laughs> But maybe it is now. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe maybe the new Scooby-Doo villains are are like uh like white southern like politicians that are trying to, you know, that are that are homophobic or maybe like the new Scooby-Doo villains are like evangelicals and shit. I don't fucking know. Like like I said, I haven't watched Scooby-Doo in fucking 30 years, so I don't I don't fucking know what it is. But I saw that and I just thought that was <laughs> absolutely ridiculous <laughs> but hey you know whatever fuck it Velma's a lesbian kind of sucks because she was obviously the hot one you know I don't even remember the fucking bimbo's name because she was a bimbo like everyone knew she was a bimbo like bimbos aren't fucking cool they're, they're bimbos like Velma was fucking cool and she was like nerdy hot you know she had the glasses she had the big fucking sweater dress and the little skirt like She's the she she was the hot one. She was the interesting one. Now she's a lesbian, like off the you know, it's like what the fuck? 
ruins it. Why couldn't they make uh, the guy that wears a fucking like handkerchief? Why couldn't they make him gay? <laughs> uh, whatever, fucking, whatever, fucking Scooby Doo, goddamn. Um, what else have I been doing? I'm fucking neck deep in the football season. I mean, that's one thing that I haven't missed out on because even in the hospital. You know, they got fucking cable, so I've been able to watch, um, keep up with football and stuff. And Jesus Christ, my Rams are a fucking disaster this year. You know, hot off the Super Bowl, coming in, everyone's, you know, talk of the town, everyone's like, oh, the fucking the Rams are going to be hot shit this year because, you know, Super Bowl winners and most of our roster's still there and yada, yada, yada. Week one, completely blown out by the fucking Bills. Half, you know, our most of our offensive lines fucking injured. And it's just been a downhill shitstorm ever since. Like, we're, 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 we're one injury away on the offensive line from just throwing the fucking water boy in. It's, it's, it's fucking depressing. You know, this whole season, like, it's only, it's what, I guess it'll be week seven this coming week and it's just like is this season over yet like we're obviously not fucking gonna do anything this year you know it'll be a miracle if we even have a winning record by the end of the season the way we're playing and as many injuries as we fucking have and and it's not just the rams i mean there's so many fucking teams this year that have so many injuries like what the fuck is happening like like seriously like I've, I don't think I've ever seen so many injuries before. And I don't know if it's just because, like, guys are training differently, if it's because the game is faster, the hits are harder. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's like every fucking game, every fucking team, and they're dropping like flies. It's fucking crazy to me. Like, you know, a couple of years ago, they thought COVID was going to wipe all these fucking teams out, and instead it's ankle injuries. <laughs> Motherfuckers got weak ankles. <laughs> so yeah it's uh yeah it's been it's been a shitty uh it's been a shitty season so far for uh for rams fans um but you know i'm hanging in there i'm still you know still my team i still just i just bought a fucking a rams hoodie like last week so it's goddamn it's so comfortable <laughs> It's like that fucking athletic material, you know, that's, uh, you know, it's not cotton. It's like, uh, like polyester, I guess. It's like, uh, like moisture wicking and it's really thin and, oh man, I fucking love it. Like I'd sleep in that shit. It's lightweight. Like I get hot really easily. So like a lot of my hoodies and sweatshirts I don't wear until there's like six feet of snow on the ground, you know? So like having this like lightweight hoodie is just a, you know, it's almost like a windbreaker. <laughs> so but yeah when I, I was just you know i'm not a fucking fair weather fan like i'm gonna ride out the storm i've i've been watching rams for over 20 years and only four of those years were worth a shit so it's not like i'm gonna fucking jump ship now and find some other you know new hotness like they're still my team so it's just this season is like goddamn it's fucking brutal it's a brutal watch and it's not just that they're injured, they're just 
they're just they're just bland. Like the offense is so fucking one dimensional. It's so generic. It's just not exciting. Like thank God our defense is still fun to watch and still relatively healthy, but you know, it's hard to it's hard to win games when you can't score points, you know? And the offense is not scoring points. It's like one of the worst Rams offenses I've seen, especially under the McVay era. Like, holy shit, this is, what, year six for him? And this is by far his worst offense he's had. And it's the same fucking players he had, you know, last year. There wasn't, there's no turnover. We actually gained a receiver, and he's looking like a bust. Like, he's not doing shit. Um, and he's got a three-year deal, I'm pretty sure. So that was a fucking, it's like teetering on boondoggle territory right now. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's been a bad year so far, or, you know, for for football. Um, but I don't know. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna keep it short this episode because, like I said, not really a whole lot going on. Just trying to, you know, get a new get a you know get our life in order. Basically, you know, we just you know new baby and new routines, and you know we're trying to. You know, my wife's trying to recover, so we're just trying to, you know, everything's just, everything's in flux right now. Everything's kind of, everything's kind of all over the fucking map, so we're just trying to get settled, and, you know, it would be a lot nicer once we're all together under the same roof, and we don't have to worry about the hospital bullshit anymore, so, um, so yeah, just, you know, a little little brief, a little brief check-in, just to let you guys know that, yeah, I'm still... Still here, still plan on doing the podcasts. Uh, moving forward, it may not be every week, just kind of based on the our situation right now. But you know, episodes will be coming. Especially, I mean, shit, man. If, if fucking, if the weeks are as, you know, it's not really a uh, whole lot to talk about when I'm just kind of, you know trying to keep the house clean, watch my son, and then going to the hospital and checking out on my daughter every day. Like, <laughs> it's not really a whole lot of uh, exciting things to talk about when, when uh, you know, the days are that routine, you know. No grocery store encounters. <laughs> you know, no, no anything like that. So, but, but yeah, just wanted to check in. Just let you guys know that, yeah, I'm still here, still doing stuff. So, um. I'll try and stay regular, but, you know, we'll just, we'll kind of play it by ear. You know, it's my fucking podcast, so I'll do what I want. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, so you guys will hear from me uh, when you hear from me. Um, hope you guys have a, a good rest of your week, and I will check in on you later.